If you spend time with people, you will hear again and again people saying things like, I want to be loved for who I am. Or another variation is, I want someone to love me for me. When we say these things and when we hear these things, we act like it makes perfect sense. But in fact, we lack an understanding of what we really mean when we say this. And because we lack that understanding, we're passive to experiencing what it is we're really wanting to experience when we say these things. There are three questions you must consider if you want to be loved for who you are or if you want someone to love you for you. Here they are. One, what do you mean when you say loved in this context? Two, who and or what are you? Three, what exactly is it that you are asking for other people to love about you? When people say they want to be loved in this context, they don't usually mean love. In fact, they're using love as a word to represent what they're really wanting, which is to feel appreciated, valued, and wanted. Thus, if you want to be loved for who you are, knowing all that information that I just told you, the most natural follow-up question is, what is it specifically that I want to be appreciated for, valued for, and wanted for? What is it exactly that you are asking other people to value, appreciate, and want about you? When a person says, I want to be loved for who I am, this usually means that there is something about them, specific things about them, that are not being appreciated, not being potentially even recognized, not being valued, and not being wanted. And that's their pain. Their pain is that they want those things to be appreciated, valued, and wanted. I could go so far as to say that some people have experienced outright rejection for these things. And one-upping on that, many people have been appreciated, valued, and wanted for totally different things that they don't actually want to be appreciated, valued, and wanted for. All of this is a very long-winded way of saying it is absolutely imperative if you're somebody who wants to be loved for you, that you figure out what specifically it is that you are wanting to be appreciated, valued, and wanted for. So that you can understand this concept in depth, I've got a couple of examples for you. Braden grew up in a household where he learned that the only way to actually have relationships and have closeness and be of value is if he was of service. Everything in his childhood growing up was about what he did for other people and about helping other people. That's how he knows how to relate at this point. Now in his adulthood, Braden is obsessed with finding somebody who loves him for him rather than somebody who loves him for what he does for them. But Braden here falls into a pretty interesting pattern. Because this is the only way he knows how to relate, when he's initially getting into a relationship, he does all kinds of things for them. In fact, he demonstrates that he's all about service. Because he does this, who is he attracting? He's attracting all kinds of people who value him specifically for that. People who potentially have a service love language and who are specifically valuing and appreciating and wanting the fact that he does things for them. So what happens when he notices that they want me for something I do for them? Now all of a sudden, Braden drops all of it. He stops doing things for them. 
And by doing so, he's taken the very thing they value him for off the table. So there's not much incentive to be in a relationship with him for these specific individuals. So his relationships end, and badly. But Braden goes, oh my gosh, this is just validation. This is just proof of the fact that nobody loves me for me. They just love what I do for them. Because of this pattern of wanting to be loved for him, he falls into the duping pattern in relationships. By the way, if you want to learn more about this pattern, you can watch my video titled The Great Dupe of Dating. When Braden attends a seminar on relationships specifically, and he says this in front of the group, I want to be loved for who I am. I want to be loved for me. He's asked the question, okay, well, who are you then? Of course, he doesn't know what to answer to this. You could say a great many things about who Braden is. He's a human. Does he want to be loved for that? He's a man. Does he want to be loved for that? He has a soul. Does he want to be valued, appreciated, and wanted just because he has a soul? He exists. Does he want to be loved just for the fact that he exists? He loves baseball. Does he want to be loved for that? Braden's answer to all of this is no. Well, that's interesting because those things he mentioned are all part of who he is. The reason he says no is because he doesn't want to be wanted and appreciated and valued for those things. There's something very specific he wants to be appreciated, valued, and wanted for. Braden thinks, and after some time he realizes the answer is that he wants to be appreciated, valued, and wanted for his insights, his sense of humor, and his loyalty. This is what he really means when he says, I want somebody to love me for me. If Braden here wants to be appreciated, valued, and wanted for his insights, his sense of humor, and his loyalty, he is going to have to showcase those things. Let's just go straight to business. If this was a business deal, and all relationships showcase some element of energy exchange, you have to advertise for what you're actually wanting people to want you for, right? This means he has to put himself near people who are likely to value his insights, likely to value and want his sense of humor, likely to greatly appreciate his loyalty. He has to stop getting people who are really wanting his service to want and appreciate and value his sense of humor. To learn more about this, you can watch my video titled The Value Realization, a realization that can completely change your self-worth. One more example. Chrissy is a very beautiful woman. In fact, she is a model by trade. But right now, Chrissy is down in the dumps. Why? Because it seems like the only reason men ever want her is just because of how she looks. Sometimes she feels like men just want her to be their own personal accessory. She feels like they want her to be there just to increase their status and to dress how they want her to dress and to hold whatever opinion they want her to hold and to have needs only when it's convenient for them for her to have a need. She doesn't feel like she gets to be a person around them. Chrissy often says she wants men to love her for who she is, not what she looks like. There's a problem with this statement. The problem is what Chrissy looks like is a a thing about her is part of who she is. Unless Chrissy turns against her own beauty, she can't erase this reality. What's important is that her physical beauty is not what she's desperate to be appreciated, valued, and wanted for. Chrissy wants to be appreciated, valued, and wanted for her character. This would imply she wants to be in a relationship with a man who wants a real person by his side. 
because she wants somebody to want her for her character, this means she wants to be around somebody who wants her to communicate about how she feels, what she thinks, what her likes and dislikes are. Somebody who wants to get to know her character traits and her quirks. Preferably, this would be a person who appreciates values and wants those personality traits, those feelings, those thoughts, that communication, that person, which is an intangible thing for her, to such a degree that even if her looks fade because of aging or go away for some other reason, this is going to be a man who values those things more. So he's going to stay with her because he values that more than the way she physically looks. That's what she's actually looking for. Knowing this, what does Chrissy decide to do? Well, to start with, she's decided that she is done meeting men in nightclubs because those places select for a certain type of guy. Instead, she decides that she wants to meet a man with similar interests. So Chrissy thinks about it. She decides she really likes art and she really likes cooking. So what does she do? She decides that she's going to enroll in cooking classes and start going on food tours and show up at art shows so she can run into more the type of men who share those interests and are looking for a woman who also shares those interests. She also decides that she's going to dress on a specific day according to how she feels, according to her mood, according to what would showcase her character on any given day, which is not what she normally does. What she normally does is to make sure that she dresses according to what men would find to be sexually attractive. And she makes sure she looks as sexually attractive as possible. But she realizes, wait a minute, I may just be advertising not my character, but to the type of men who really only want me as a status symbol. She also decides that when she meets men, she's going to demonstrate her character and have open, real conversations right off the bat, rather than making sure to act and speak in ways that she knows will make most men feel attracted to her. What I find interesting about what she's decided is that she's doing this in an integrative way. She isn't turning against her physical beauty. She's not making an enemy of it. She's not even making it the problem. What she's doing is deciding that she is going to speak and act according to what she genuinely wants to be loved for. This means that she's only going to be deliberately dressing in a sexually attractive way if on a given day that's how she feels. Showcasing her beauty and physical-slash-sexual attractiveness when she authentically feels like doing so will enable her to instead lead into relationships on a different foot, a foot that's most likely going to get her into a relationship where somebody values her character even more than they value how she looks. If you have been somebody who says, I want someone to love me for me, or I want someone to love me for who I am. Please stop saying that. The reason is, is that it is nebulous. It is confusing, and it does not represent what you actually mean. Because of this, you're less likely to get what you actually want. You need to figure out exactly what it is about you that you want to have be appreciated, valued, and wanted. From there, you need to advertise whatever it is about you that you want someone to value, appreciate, and want. Part of this implies communicating with others about specifically what it is that you want them to appreciate, value, and want about you. And from there, never forget that you are much more likely to actually be appreciated, valued, and wanted for something when you go towards the people who will actually 
appreciate, value, and want that thing. And this is where compatibility, yet again, comes into play. Have a good week. If you liked this video, be sure to hit the like button, subscribe to my channel, and consider sharing this video with your friends. You can also click on the bell icon to be notified of the next time that I post a video. I want to thank you personally for the bravery that you have to step into awareness. I'll see you in the next video.